This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three row all electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute, and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Hey guys, welcome back to Making Moves. I am here with probably one of the coolest people I will ever meet in my entire life. And one of my favorite things about her is that she's from Indiana, because I'm an Indiana girl. But she is the former senior vice president of retail at Apple and the former CEO of Burberry and is now currently on the board of Ralph Lauren and Save the Children, Airbnb, and Charity Water, and WPP. Did I get those right? You did. Good job. <laughs> and um, with great honor, I would love to present my dazzling guest, Angela Arentz. Thank you, thank you. Nice thank to you be so here with you. Thank you so much for coming. It's fun to be here. I'm so honored. Um, well, Angela, I have to ask you, what is your, I always ask my guests, for some reason, if someone for some reason doesn't know about you, can you give me your elevator pitch? Like what have what's what have been your career moves and personal moves and just a little elevator pitch? Okay. Well you just told them I'm not gonna repeat what you yeah. just said. Okay. <laughs> so um so I'll give you the other side of that because you just Perfect. went through the business side. Yeah. So so I when I left Apple, I put on my LinkedIn mm-hmm. profile that um I am a loving wife, mom, daughter, friend, sister. Uh-huh. And um, and I was actually that, that I was going to do a better job at that in this next chapter of my life. But um, but and then, yes, I've done all the business things that you've talked about. But I think I think it's so important not just to be known for what you do in business. But, you know, someday you're someday you're going to retire from your business. Someday your kids are going to leave you. And yeah. I'd like to have my husband there to live happily ever after with. And so, you know, he has to be a priority through all of the work priorities as well. So totally. And. One thing I admire about you so much is that I was watching a bunch of, you know, interviews you've done and podcasts and whatnot. And you've said in multiple times in them that you're a wife first, a mom second, and a executive third. Executive mm-hmm. third. Mm-hmm. So what can you elaborate on that? Yeah, I just think that, you know, we all have priorities and 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 I think that 
I think it's so important, especially when you're young, like, what do you want? And we always think we want a career. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, I mean, you don't think probably at your age, I'm going to have five kids or, yeah. you know, you don't. You think about your career and then you get that career. And I just think it's so important that you have a well-rounded life. Totally. And, and that you do have a great group of friends and you have, you know, your close family. And then you'll create your own family and you'll have your, your life partner because otherwise it's a lonely, lonely world out there. And so I just think as you look out and you're balancing as your career's taking off, and I've always said you have choices and you have to decide the priorities in your life. And so, yeah, my husband and I, I'm going to really age myself. We're, January 1 is 44 years we've been together. That is and, incredible. Uh, and I have three Congrats. amazing kids yes. and, and, and I've had a great career. So you can have it all. You may not get much sleep or it may be a luxury, not a necessity, but uh -huh. uh, no, but you can. And I think that, but you have to, you have to make choices throughout your life and you have to, you know, I always said that when I was at Burberry, Christopher and I got invited to the Oscars. We'd get invited to all of the, the Vanity Fair parties, and, uh -huh. but we're in London and that's out here. And uh -huh. I have a husband and three kids at home. And would I want my husband going without me? You know, no, I've been raised doing one to others. And so, yeah. no, that's exactly mm -hmm. it. And so we made choices. Most people wouldn't make those choices, yeah. right? Uh -huh. But I was looking, I was playing, always playing the long game. I and love thinking that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want him to do that or, you know, so I, I, I'd go out one night a week. That's it for business. And, that's it. And that was your cap one night? That was it. And, and I, sometimes I'd do three dinners in one night, but <laughs> no, but my assistants knew that I had to be home. I mean, that was yeah. the, you know, I was a mom first and I love wife that. first and why is that level of importance the you know wife mom executive why is that so important to you well again i'm in you know i always say that everybody's at a different phase of life or mm -hmm. you're in a different chapter of your life mm -hmm. you're in the first chapter of your life or you could say second or third if you wanted to talk about being young but you know maybe maybe let's say through high school that's a chapter now you're in this next chapter right yeah. you're not married you don't have kids yet and your career's taking off and and so each chapter holds something I'm in. I'm in I'm in not one of the final chapters, but I'm, you know, I'm in the fourth quarter, if you will. And and so I I have left the corporate world and my kids don't live at home anymore. Yeah. And so so therefore I will e I, I could either be a hundred percent alone or I have my life partner. And so, so again, it's going to happen to everybody. You're not going to work forever, and your kids aren't going to live with you forever. And so that's why I always said, if I looked out, what's really important, I don't want to live the rest of my life alone. Totally. You know, I, and so, therefore, I have to put him first. Mm -hmm. and, and it's a balancing act, right? And, and, and every, it's not always going to be perfect, but, you know, but if I put him first and I make choices that that are the right for us along the way mm -hmm. then maybe i have a higher probability of, of being with him after everything else is gone exactly you know and and but same thing with putting your kids first you know then hopefully you'll continue to have a wonderful close loving relationship because you made them the priority and you know and i and and maybe it's not all quantity of time maybe it's quality of time and all those special oh, moments that. you have together and what is your love language my love language. Have you ever heard of that? No. So there's this thing. <laughs> Too businessy. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Um, love language is like, um, it can be with like my relationship with you or it can be a relationship with a lover. Mm -hmm. And essentially there's like different um, forms of it. So I'm, for instance, a words of affirmation person. Mm -hmm. um, so I love giving words of affirmation and I also mm -hmm. love receiving mm -hmm. words of affirmation. That mm -hmm. like means a lot for mm -hmm. 
to me. But there's like quality time, physical touch, mm-hmm. um, acts of service, and things like that. And like everyone has like, you know, mm-hmm. one that's more prominent than kind of the others. I think I have all of the above. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I like all of them. <laughs> Gifts is one of them. Um, oh, yeah, receiving or giving gifts. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm definitely all of the above. Yeah, <laughs> I think we all have a little bit. One. Yeah, um, but like I specifically resonate, or I just appreciate so much words of affirmation. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. people like are gassing me up and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I love words, but I also love hugging and touching. Yeah. And, and I do love giving. I love uh-huh. you know. So yeah, so that's a tough one. It's kind of like how do you show and receive affection the most, I guess, mm-hmm. or like you mm-hmm. know what do you appreciate? And yeah. I guess I'm a words girly. Yeah, yeah, I think you are, but I also think you have incredible presence and you have charisma, and I think oh, you have this. You. No, but you have incredible energy. So I would also say that I think my energy and my warmth, you know, no different than, and so yes. you can have this incredible connection with someone. That's so true. And, Maybe you're just way more like mature than me, and you recognize those things. I'm not there yet. <laughs> you know what i mean chapter four chapter four yes okay well speaking of energy i was watching your ted talk Mm. that was groundbreaking guys if you haven't Mm. checked it out go watch it ted talk about human energy Mm -hmm. what obviously that's such a big pivotal thing for you can you tell us a little bit about that Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's not you know we were just talking a little bit about it the Mm -hmm. charisma etc so i think that I think that every individual, if you're conscious of it, and and it's no different than you're conscious of the words, but it's not just what you're saying, it's how you're saying it and how you're making the other person feel. My mom always said that growing up. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's your tone. Yes, mm-hmm. but it is. But if you, and if you evoke this positive energy, and it has to be natural and authentic, it can't be you know, everybody's born with a different energy level because we all have a different purpose in life. Mm-hmm. But but I became very cognizant of my energy level and, and the impact that that had on people mm-hmm. and in leadership and in uniting people to do incredible things. I mean, very you could you can you know, but and I don't think it's any different than a coach or, a, you know, or in a band, maybe if you're the lead, you, you know, you it's your job to 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 use your energy to unite people and then Pretty average people collectively can do incredible things. Absolutely. And and I learned that. I learned it in leadership along the way. So I just think that energy, I think being conscious of your energy is, okay. is and it was so funny. And I know that it works on every age because my, my youngest, Angelina, she was moving from London to California. Uh-huh. And we were trying to get into school. And we were studying all this stuff, asking questions. And, and at the end of it, I said, I said, you have incredible energy. You, you may not be the smartest, you may not be, but but be warm and just let your, your shine your light, let your energy come out. And, and this was all of a virtual interview she was doing. So it was so funny at the very end of it, and it all went well. And I said, how'd you do? And she goes, well, you know, about, and she's only like 14. Uh-huh. And she's like, well, you know, mom, about halfway through, I could feel it kind of get, you know, kind of boring. So I just turned my energy on. And I thought, I okay, that. it's working, right? She was conscious that that she needed to, you know, which I'm sure you do, uh-huh. you know, on this podcast. You need so it's not too boring for everybody. Yeah. yeah, but when you do that, it brings people in, mm-hmm. you know, and then, it, and then it just, it's self-fulfilling, if you will, so. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect places. And the beauty is, they're all different. None of us are the same, so why should our homes be? Someone may want hardwood floors. Someone else may say, carpet all the way. Questionable call, but hey, to each their own. 
Some may want a doorman. Others may say, I can open the door myself. But Apartments.com has all the right tools to help you find the place that's uniquely perfect for you. Sort through the filter listings by amenities and make sure you never miss out with their instant alert option. With more than 1 million available units for rent, you're sure to find a place that's right for you. So whether you're looking for a place with a basement, a yard, a pool, or everything in between, Apartments.com has got you covered. Visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. I personally love Apartments.com because it is so convenient. I get on it all the time when I'm bored or when I'm actually on the hunt for an apartment. I'm thinking about moving this year, so I've been using it like crazy just to start browsing and get ahead of the game. And the website is so user-friendly. I'm a huge fan. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. One of my favorite things is, you know, when you're at a party or an event and just someone walks in and like they just light up a room, Mm -hmm. would you say that's like what you're talking about, essentially? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's charisma, too. So that's a part of it if it's authentic and if if people are drawn to it, you know, I mean. It's it's funny. You can you can feel energy in people's homes when you walk into it. So true. Right? Uh-huh. If it's warm and inviting or cold and austere uh-huh. and and so so there's just there's energy all around us all the time. Uh-huh. And and you're getting it in different ways, but but I think with a with a person, if it's someone that's authentic and sincere and you know, and, and they're they're putting it out there and then you're gravitating, you know, you can walk into a building and say, Good morning. Uh-huh. Right. And then they say good morning. It's kinda of like whatever you give, you get tenfold in return. Uh-huh. Right? Whether it's a smile or a hug or I know. And so so to me, that's all energy. It it's little things mm-hmm. that, that draw people into your sphere, if you will. Totally. And then and then they feel better being a part of it. That's something I realized with the masks when mm. we were all had masks on and I didn't realize how much I, I would pass someone and be like, do a little smirk or smile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all the time now, if I'm wearing a mask, my I use my eyes. And I'm like mm-hmm. trying to make it look because I want to seem inviting because I didn't realize how much a smile impacted my day and I'm mm-hmm. sure impacts others. Absolutely. But how do you know I guess I, I will say, I guess it is a feeling, but how do you know when someone's being authentic and genuine with their energy or their words or their their smile? How do you know that isn't just for show? Because I feel like LA is a very showy mm-hmm. city. Mm-hmm. How do you feel that? How do you just know in your heart that that's an authentic, genuine person you're talking to or energy? Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny, you use your instincts. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and again, um, 
you sharpen those instincts as you get older because all of the experiences feed in. Mm-hmm. But, but I always say that one of the greatest God-given gifts that every human is born with are their instincts. Mm. That's the only way as a species we've survived over the years. Right. We don't have fangs or claws or. Yeah. Right. No, no. But we we survived as a herd and we survived because of our instincts. No mm. other animal has the instincts we have, but we don't use them. We're not taught them in school. Yeah. Right. I mean, did you have a class on instincts in the fifth no. grade? And no, nowhere, not even in university. But yet it's it's such a survival thing for us. And so to me, when anybody you meet, you know, pause, look him in the eyes even don't even listen to everything uh-huh. like how to just instinctively how does, your gut will tell you really absolutely positively how do they make you feel how they you if you trust them yes. like innately do i trust you and if your instincts say and don't fight that a lot of times people want to like somebody right but yes. they may not but their instincts are holding back and so to me do you trust them like that if you you got to get to that trust uh-huh. and if you trust them then anything in the world's possible. Yeah. But if you don't trust them, you're always going to be hesitant. It's always going to be off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. Um, you were saying how you're not a title girl, like in regards to like, you know, CEO, executive, blah, 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 professor, blah, blah, blah. I love that. And I have a few questions about it. You were saying like how on a plane, mm-hmm. if you're sitting next to a stranger, Mm-hmm. And your business card was brought up or your title was brought up. It would ruin the connection mm-hmm. between you and the stranger. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, I, I, I feel like I know what you mean by that. But for someone that's like, well, it would be so cool to know your job and, you know, pick your brain about that. Mm-hmm. Why? And, what you know, what if it could really help them? Why would you not say your Well, you might, you might get there in the end. Okay. But it goes back to, again, get, getting that innate trust, uh-huh. right? So so you don't want to intimidate. You don't need to impress. And so so sometimes it's not just nice to be on totally equal footing. Mm-hmm. Nobody has any idea what anybody does or where they're from. And so, so you can just have a very normal conversation mm-hmm. about any little thing. Now, if that trust is there... And then it goes to the, and then it may end up where you have a conversation on where, you know, I mean, I ended up on a plane one time heading to a new Apple store opening in Chicago and, uh, and I'm kind of, you know, working away and there's a young guy next to me, big guy with skull cap on and, uh, and we didn't really talk much. And then the plane's kind of getting ready to land and, and, uh, and the stewardess kind of said something to me and we were kind of chatting. Well, again, I don't know who he is and he has no idea who I am. So we're just chatting. Yeah. So finally, as we're getting off the plane. He kind of looked at me and he goes, and, and oh, well, I said, I asked him, you know, why are you going to Chicago? Well, he's hooking up with his, girl, his wife, their anniversary or something. And, and, you know, so I then, what do you do? Oh, I play football. Oh, who do you play for? Oh, for the Eagles. Oh, oh. I said, it's really bad. Where are they located? I don't follow football. <laughs> and um, long, I love that. long story short, he ended up throwing, they just won the Super Bowl and he ended up throwing, right, the, the winning pass, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know this. And he didn't need to share it. We had a lovely conversation. I uh-huh. told him where to get get flowers for his wife and where to book the polo bar for of dinner. Of course, you know where to get we flowers had a lovely, in Chicago. I love no, that. But we had such a lovely, uh-huh. lovely conversation. Uh-huh. And he didn't know who I was and I didn't know who he was. And it didn't matter. Uh-huh. There was a lovely connection. But had we both known, maybe you would talk differently or you wouldn't have gotten to the mm. the heart and the, you know, 
the anniversary and all the other lovely things we got to talk yeah, about. The so, little things in life that yeah should be romanticized. Yeah, just making. I just I love people. Yeah, me too. And and not the person they want you to think they are, but the real person. I love that. That I mean, is so good. Yeah, and I mean it, it's. It's sad because in this, you know, I think so many times people don't have peace with who they are. Mm. And, you know, I'm not a title. It doesn't matter. I've had a lot of titles, but I never handed out business cards. Nobody has a business card from me mm -hmm. because why is that important? You know, I'm just one of 70,000 Apple employees or I'm just one of 11,000 Burberry employees and mm -hmm. I have a job. Everybody has a job, right? We're mm -hmm. all in this together. It's not – I don't care for hierarchy or titles or mm – -hmm. It doesn't, it shouldn't define you. Do you think though, that because you have such an epic title, that's easier for you to say? Yeah, but I didn't always have an epic title. True. I mean, I, and maybe I got the epic title because I never forgot where I came from. Yes, which I and, love that about you. And, and always felt my job was just uniting people and mm -hmm. connecting people and and being part of something bigger than myself right mm -hmm. so and so maybe i never planned to be a ceo i never planned to i didn't plan any of that mm -hmm. ever but maybe it just happened because i i because i didn't right because yes. i was focused on the more important things which yeah. were just the human connection and loving people and giving to people mm -hmm. and partnering with people and you know, it makes then, you want to work harder when you have a good connection with someone. It, like for me, I have such a great, I'm so thankful and grateful to have such a great relationship with my boss and my coworkers. Mm -hmm. And it makes me want to work harder because I would never want to, you know, feel like I let them down because of my relationship is mm -hmm. so good mm -hmm. with them. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But the closer you are, the more things you achieve together too. I mean, that's the totally. fun part. It's like the self-fulfilling, you know. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, The Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Well, I have one more question about titles, and I feel like this happens to me a lot, and it's a struggle of mine. Um, I feel like in L.A., like I said, it's very showy, you know, I'm so-and-so, this person has this many followers, that type of energy here, right? <laughs> and it's exhausting. <laughs> and being a female in this space that... You know, the entertainment world is so, and just, you know, the workforce in general, so heavily dominated with mm -hmm. men and awesome men and not so awesome men. And, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I feel like sometimes I feel like I need to 
prove myself with my title or mm -hmm. you know say no i've done this take me seriously mm -hmm. what would you say to me or someone that feels like that when they're you know feel like they're pigeonholed into a corner mm -hmm. and you know, that, that icky feeling you get when someone makes you feel like belittled or like you need to prove, and maybe they're in a higher position than you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I, f I feel like sometimes I'm in that position where I'm mm -hmm. like, no, take me seriously. No, mm -hmm. like I've done this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. um, and even with my, with my people from my hometown, I feel mm -hmm. like, you know, in India and I love it. And I, growing up, it was like the best place I could ever grow, have grown up. And I'm obsessed with it. And I'm obsessed with Indiana people. But like, sometimes I feel like they just didn't, they were like fashion school. They were like, you're not going to be a doctor or a lawyer or an athlete. Like what, what kind of job are you going to get from that? And I, I felt like this whole time I've been having to prove, no, this take me seriously. Mm -hmm. And like, mm -hmm. I feel like titles talk. It's just inevitable. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess, mm -hmm. what do you? What is your advice on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one, you know, because every situation that you're in, like you just you just called out three or four different situations. Yeah, sorry, that I kind of went in. off there. <laughs> no, 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 it's wonderful. But I think that I think it. I think a lot of it depends on the situation too, mm -hmm. and I think that um, I think you know there may from time to time, you know, you, like like you said, you may have to say something, you know, to, to some bigwig somewhere to you know, get them to take you seriously. And, but I also think that um, don't obsess too much on it. Obsess on just doing your life's greatest work. Just do you. And your work will speak for itself. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a musician son in London mm -hmm. and, and he's an incredible writer. And I just, and you know, and he's struggling to make it. Same thing, right? Yeah. And, you know, it, you know it, it's competitive everywhere in yeah. every industry. So how do, you, how do you step above? And I just keep telling him, you're an incredible songwriter. Just keep writing the greatest songs in the world and you It'll will talk. get that break, yeah. right? It's not just a lucky break. Uh -huh. You know, being persistent and working hard and, you know, just staying passionate and staying in your lane. And, yeah. And 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 it'll I'm I know it'll happen for him. Mm -hmm. I know. But he needs to say and so I think the same. I stayed in my lane. You know, I, I just I I went to fashion school, I stayed in fashion until I reached a point where it became more about leadership. Yeah. Right. Then you were able to but but let your I think, you know, again, you may have to use a title from time to time, but but I think more importantly, stay so focused on your work. Stay so focused and let it speak for you. Let it you know, because it'll, it'll, I mean, I look at these, it's incredible. This is, no, it's great branding. Thank you. It's great. And so let, let everything you're doing. Just speak for itself. Yeah. I mean, there's so many people out there that are talking, mm -hmm. you know, but talk is cheap and they don't have anything to back it up with. I love that. Talk is cheap. That's good. Yeah. That's an old one. That's, that's somebody <laughs> else's that. That's but, great. Uh, but no, it's a, uh, but let your brand, let your content, let your, you know, let that all speak for you. Yeah. And that'll, that, that has so much more, it's so much more sustainable than just telling somebody you have a title. There, you want to get a business card and put a title on it and have done absolutely nothing with it, yeah. you know? But your content is, is, your, is your title. I love that. Has there ever been a time where you felt like you were belittled? Like, for instance... I have developed a small but mighty Instagram following. Mm -hmm. And sometimes every once in a while, there will be a comment that just mm -hmm. icks me. It pokes at the right thing. Mm 
-hmm. And I'm like, clearly that's something deep down I'm insecure about or Mm -hmm. that hit a chord where Mm -hmm. I'm not okay with. How do you block that noise out Mm -hmm. and stay in your own lane, march Mm -hmm. to the beat of your own drum and just do, let the content just, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. things get to you. Mm -hmm. How do you Mm -hmm. get that out of your head? Um, I think you just keep it in perspective. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there were there was so what percentage of all the comments yes. was it? So one out of a gazillion, exactly. Yeah. And so so it's meaningless, mm-hmm. right? Now if a hundred, if ninety nine out of a hundred said something, then you might want to take it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> but like if one, criticism. no, but it is so. And and I also think that that sometimes people do it just for sport because they know how it makes you feel. Oh, right, it's a game, and talk is cheap. Yes, very good. <laughs> so I, I, I mean, one, I wouldn't even read half of it. Okay. You know, and it's, you know, go back to my son. He listens to certain kind of music, but he won't listen to everything because he wants to smart. stay in his lane. Yeah. And so my thing is lift up, you know, I'm sure other people are reading it for you and helping mm-hmm. you out, et cetera, because you got to comment on some things, but I wouldn't read all of it. You yeah. don't, you know, you need to, you, you know. You need to keep moving forward and look up and keep, right? Yeah. And if you're spending all the time looking back on everything everybody else is saying. Same. and so, You won't even be yourself. No, 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 no. So I, so, I mean, again, I know you have to do some of it, but focus on the future. Focus on where you want to go and the impact you want to make and yeah. why you're doing what you're doing. And, and some will love it and some will hate it, but so what? You're mm-hmm. being the best version of the you that you can be. And trying to impact people's lives and make a difference. And if everybody doesn't love it, so what? Period. You know, not everybody likes chocolate. Not everybody eats yeah. steak. I mean, True. it doesn't matter. You can't You can't make everyone like you. No. Yeah. No. And you know what? We're all insecure anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all insecure. Oh, my gosh. Totally. You know, and women maybe even more than men, or maybe we just show it more. But <laughs> but I think, I think being vulnerable is attractive. Yes. And I think being vulnerable attracts more people to you because... That, then you're authentic. Yeah. Right? Being then vulnerable is sexy. Right? Yeah. And it's okay. So I don't, you know, so if things hurt you, it's okay too. Mm-hmm. You can say, you know what, that hurt me. Mm. And and people will relate to that. I, mm. I just, I don't think, don't get hard and don't tune it out and don't, but you don't also don't have to read it all 24-7. Yeah. I love that. All right. I want to circle back, I guess I'll use a business term there, to your Ralph Lauren board membership stuff i am picturing have you ever seen the morning show oh yeah oh my gosh that's my favorite show in the world (laughs) i'm obsessed with reese witherspoon (laughs) she's amazing i'm picturing i said essentially i want to ask what the heck does being on a board of something like ralph lauren mean i'm picturing the morning show uba jennifer aniston's fired up she (laughs) walks up to the board i'm putting air quotes and she's mad. She's pitching herself for something. Bradley Jackson's walking in. She's in trouble. She has to talk to the board. What is, is that real life? I'm like, what does that entail? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, most public companies have a board, right? If you're not public, you can have a board or you maybe have an advisory council. And it's all the same. All that the reason that a company has a board is to surround themselves with a group of people that each have a different expertise 
that can work with the team mm. if needed mm. to to help continue to make them stronger, better, et cetera, right? Okay. So when you go public, there's a tremendous amount of you know financial accountability. You've got investors and shareholders, et cetera. So of course there's the CFO in the company, but then you have two or three people finance pros on the board. Oh right. That okay. that, that that also head up the audit committee and oversee that work. But then you all, you'll also have, you know, maybe a marketing person on on the board that, you know, again, so you have so all that the board should reflect is all the different departments in a company, but they are typically not always, but a little more. I hate to use the word senior, but a little older. Yeah. They've been Mentor-esque. successful. They've done that before. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So 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 it's the same thing with the route board. It's a very diverse board. I mean, there's. You know, the ex-CEO of Best Buy, Hubert Jolie, who's a brilliant you wow. know, leader, et cetera. But, but there's Darren Walker, who's the head of the Ford Foundation. Wow. I mean, Valerie Jarrett, who, who was in the Obama administration for eight years. So uh-huh. ama- at all, and all adding different, everybody brings something different to the table. Think of it as collective wisdom, uh-huh. right? And so you know, on Netflix or something or, or, or Apple TV, they're going to you know give you all the drama. Uh-huh. There's not typically drama. If there is typically drama, then you probably don't have a healthy company or a healthy board. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the board's always fighting in the you know the morning <laughs> yeah. show. I'm like, do they fight? <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I'm sure that you know, I'm sure there's some tension, but mm-hmm. but no, that I, mentor is a great a great way to put it. It's it it you're just advisors almost, and. Uh, and you're helping and guiding and 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 the CEO will reach out to different like you know Brian Chesky at Airbnb it Brian will reach out to different board members if he's got different things he's working on or different questions or and so you're you're just there as a as a, just a partner to help them continue to create an incredibly incredible company so you are on one you're on several boards that's three, like, three that four mentioned. profit boards okay amazing five nonprofit boards casual <laughs> you say that so casually. I'm like, that's incredible. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's amazing. But I don't. Ha- but I don't have a. You know, I don't have a full time. You're just full time boards of everything. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I have to ask: Are you Airbnb and Ralph Lauren are so different, like companies? Mm-hmm. Are you serving as the same type of board member at both of those companies, or do you kind of have different roles? like per company yeah no it's a great question and no because because i'm only me and Uh so i'm not a brilliant finance executive i'm i don't sit on audit committee Mm -hmm. you know my background i'm a leader i'm a strategist Mm -hmm. i um, of course grew up in fashion and business i'm a business person and and so you know so no it's it's me now of course when you're in a ralph you might you know talk a little bit more about product or you know and, and and I would fashion. say I would say I'm a marketer. So, mm. you know, my whole background is marketing and, 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 and merchandising and fashion, but but in Airbnb, you and and I do think it's important when you reach a stage, if you're on an advisory council or a board, I think that you have to only go on those that you are passionate about, that you love the sector and you love the founders or the CEO mm-hmm. and the team, because then it goes back to our conversation on instincts, right? And instincts are informed by years of experience absolutely but if you love i love travel i love tech it's a marketing machine that's my background Mm -hmm. and so but i only i'm me 
So I show up the same on both boards. The topics might be slightly different. You know, the, the leadership might be slightly different at different phases, et cetera. One's a very new company. One's been around for 50 some odd years. So, um, but no, you, your gifts and your skills and your expertise, I can't change that. You know, I am what I am and who I am. Mm -hmm. And then you add value where you can, you know, in your opinions and your perspectives mm -hmm. um, with each of the boards, depending on what the needs are. That's incredible. I um, I love how you are from such a small town and you have taken those core values and like those Midwestern roots mm -hmm. with you to all these incredible boards now. And what would you say are like those key Midwestern roots or or values mm -hmm. that you've like you have instilled in your self that you use every day now mm -hmm. yeah we've talked a little bit about it i mean i'm i um i think trust mm. is um never been more important never been more and i grew up in a very trusting family and had very trusted friends and and it's such a such a vital thing for me if i trust you I can go to the moon and back with you. Yeah, we can do anything. We can change the world. We so no so idea is too big. A, mm -mm. No, I talk a lot about about trust, um, but then I also think that integrity, yes, and respect, and um, everybody can have an opinion, and and if you have integrity and have respect, then you listen. You know, you don't judge and you don't, and and I think it's. Once you trust, then you can be open to anything. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to judge and you're not going to because you have respect. Mm. And, and so, I, I mean, and they might sound so simple, but I think that I think there's not a lot of trust out there today. And I don't think there's a lot of respect. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of judging going on. And, Absolutely, especially with social media. And that's what makes it so divisive. Mm -hmm. And so then we're not united. And if we're not united, we're not going to change the world and make the impact that we want to make. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked about that before. Humans are meant to do things together. It's a collective. Mm -hmm. You know, teams win. Mm -hmm. You can have five most brilliant individuals, but they're not passing off and they're not, right? Then they're not going to win. And it's the same thing in the team you are building. You know, you everybody's got to work together. Mm -hmm. When you work together... You can do anything, but I think I think we've kind of we've become a individual society instead of a collective society. And that is so true. I think that's why. Have you seen the Last Dance on Netflix, the Michael Jordan series? I did see some of it. Yeah, I think you would really yes, like it. I did because a while ago. I swear, Michael Jordan would not be who he is. Obviously, he's incredible, but Michael Jordan would not be Michael Jordan without Scottie Pippen. Yes. And yes. he also wouldn't be Michael Jordan without, you know, Dennis Rodman, all the other players on yeah. that that yeah. team. Yeah. And that's why they won so many championships. Exactly. Not to like go back to an Indiana bat, like uh, like a basketball sports reference. Obviously, there's Chicago Bulls. But I, I just I loved that series so much because mm -hmm. they really showed how each person on that team was a sole reason why they won and why they were because so they were united and they trusted each other mm -hmm. how do you know right. if you can trust someone my instincts tell me your instincts i knew you're gonna say that mm -hmm. <laughs> they tell you everything just learn to use them most people don't mm -hmm. is there any practical tip 
that you could tell someone to start to learn how to use their instincts? Yeah, you know, it's funny. People are moving so fast mm -hmm. and talking so much and right and texting and messaging and 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 it's just always putting it out. Just communication stop yeah. for a moment. Mm. Pause. Stop. Listen. Feel. Observe. And and just feel. You're meant to feel. And and then you'll know. But we don't pause long enough to listen and to feel and to use our instincts. Uh -huh. So I this I think when you meet somebody, don't say anything for the first couple of minutes. Let them talk. Wow. Just listen and feel and and ask yourself, do I do I feel them? Do I believe them? Do I trust them? Do I like them? Mm. Are our hearts aligned? You know, but I want to travel around the world with this person. I mean, just, you know. That's such a good question to think. Do I want to travel around the world with this person? Because sitting next to somebody in a seat for a long time. Is, Could uh, be awful. Yeah. Yeah. What is one of your favorite feelings? Or what are your favorite feelings like in the world? Like, for instance, I, one of my favorite feelings in the world is leaving just a phenomenal conversation. Like, it's just like mm -hmm. we're finishing each other's sentences, mm -hmm. whether it's a date or a business meeting or like someone I met on the street. Mm -hmm. It just flows. Yeah. That's one of my favorite feelings. Mm -hmm. What is one of your favorite feelings? Mm -hmm. I, I think one-on-one -on -one conversation, but at this stage in life too, you know, I do some speaking things mm -hmm. and, uh, and I did one the other day to 1800 people in Brazil, or I did one a Go couple of weeks queen. ago, you know, to 1800 or 2000, you know, CMOs, marketers around the world Amazing. With, the, with the guy in Holland. And so if I, and I really prepare, I get the questions, I, I, I decide what stories are most relevant for those questions, and, and I put myself a couple of bullets down, and, mm. and I, I don't rehearse, but I put it in my mind because I want to be succinct, and I want to, you know, I want to do great. And, mm. I, and, I, and I always tell myself, if I can just touch a couple of them, if I can just make a difference in their life, like mm. I've said something that will inspire them or- Or that'll hit. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so if I so when I do one of those and, and you know, when all the chats, come, you know, comments are coming in, et cetera, and you can't even really read them. It's distracting. But but if I do it and I feel like I'm on and I've nailed it. Yeah. And I feel like, ah, I've, I've touched them. Yeah. They felt me. I've touched them. I made a difference in their life. And then it gives me it gives me tremendous peace. Like I uh -huh. feel like I did a good job that day. That is sounds like a great feeling that I would love to feel one day. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you do. That is, that's great. Well, wrapping up, I have one last question. And referring back to your TED Talk, um, you said how your dad always said growing up, and he, I, it sounds like your family and your parents are the reason you are the way you are. Um, and you're one of six, correct? Yeah. He said to you when you were younger, he knew he had raised you right if you looked at a photo and saw yourself last, mm -hmm. and that blew my socks off, because mm -hmm. I'd be looking at me first on photos, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I want to look at myself last. Mm -hmm. Can you just elaborate? What does that mean, mm -hmm. and how do you get to that point where you're looking at yourself last mm -hmm. in the photo? I feel like we're in such a social media driven, do I look good, Can I, is this post worthy? Mm -hmm. It's even a thing for like, you know, friends will be like, it's okay, I look bad, but you look good, so post it type of thing. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and I think for all of us, you know, five girls and one boy, and mm-hmm. it was right, and you know, everybody doing their hair and trying to look beautiful long before social media. Yeah, but I think it was his way of letting us know that it wasn't all about us. And when we were really little, and if we would talk too much about ourselves, he would say, "You have the eye syndrome," and we'd look at him. I, 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 you got the eye syndrome mm. because it wasn't all about you. Mm. And so, so my, my parents were very humble and, and very generous and kind. And, and, and they didn't talk about servant leadership back. They didn't, but, but they did always did so much for everybody else. And so I think when he to- told us the photograph that you referred to, you know, he said, he, the way he said it was, he said, I will know I have done a great job if when you look at a photo, you look for yourself last, mm. right? And, and that was just basically saying that, again, it's not about you, mm. you know? And if all you do in life is focus on you, then I don't feel like I've done a great job. Wow. But if you're focused on everybody else and basically, you know, trying to make other, not trying to make other people happy, but just trying to, to bring light to, to others. be a great person in mm. life, yeah, that it, it's just not always about pleasing you and it's mm-hmm. not always about, you know, and then and his message was then you'll be happier, you know, and, wow. and it go, kind of goes back to just like we were talking about with teams, et cetera. Right. Uh-huh. He wanted us to be a part of a collective. I mean, he knew that he knew as an team. individual we wouldn't totally be successful. But mm-hmm. if we you know, if we understood how to unite people and how to work together, that mm-hmm. maybe we'd all have a better chance at, you know, success, whatever that is. So, yeah. That is just brilliant. And clearly you have done such a good job uniting people, um, which is so awesome. And I'm just so honored to have the privilege to even talk to you. Oh. So thank you so much for coming on it's the show. It's been a lot of fun. It's been so fun. I was so I excited to meet you. I love your energy. I love yours. <laughs> um, and where can everyone, you know, follow you? I know you're really big on LinkedIn. Um, what's your Instagram handle? Pimp yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I uh I don't do a ton. I don't do I don't do a ton of social media. Okay. And uh I do do LinkedIn because I feel like I have stuff to share and so mm-hmm. I put a lot of my content on LinkedIn and I like you said I, it's a professional and it's following and I love it. And uh, Your LinkedIn is fire. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. You know, it, it's like you said with words and and uh and 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 then it's not about me. It's about helping others. It's uh-huh. about you know. I I did a letter to my daughters on there. No, I, I love that. Oh, thank you. Oh my gosh, that was one of my favorites. <laughs> it's one of my favorites too. <laughs> no, and it was kind of saying life lessons, but in a whole totally different way. So uh-huh. so yeah, I which would is say, way more relatable. Like the way you presented that makes anyone be able to relate to that hmm. because it was about like family and I don't know. I just oh, love stay the way. in your lane. Yeah. It was like, you know, stay in your lane. Don't back up more than you, sh- than uh-huh. you have to because, you know, trips you up and it's go to so dark places. Simple. And yeah. 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 So, so yeah, I, I would, I mean, I do LinkedIn more than anything. Okay. So they can just search your name on LinkedIn. That's probably the best. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I, it was a blast to have you and Be sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel and the podcast Instagram at makingmavespod underscore. And we will see you next week with another episode. Be sure to make someone's day this week. Peace.